Hi guys, coming at you live from East London, um, where I currently am. I'm recording this outside because I was too self-conscious to record it in my Airbnb. Um, but yeah, so just pretend I'm like at the Chamberlain getting like eight iced coffees. I'm literally whispering right now so no one hears me doing this intro. Okay, self-confidence has a little bit of a ways to go. But, um, okay, so this episode was with Hannah and Sarah, two lovely ladies, um, and it was so much fun. I think we had some really good talks. Um, I kind of just let them take the wheel. They, they really, they really ran with it. So I hope you enjoy. Um, and I hope you're catching these ambient city sounds in the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, and I should say, um, welcome to the Soft Spot Pod. Uh, I'm your host, Marion. This is the podcast where I interview my besties about their hopes, dreams, fears, and faves, all in an effort to capture the last couple months of uni before we go our separate ways. And with that, I'm going to go get a flat white. No one who knows me is surprised. And I'll see you on the other side. to have you here. Thank you so much for having me on, Marion. It's a pleasure as always to be in your company. Right back at you. Marion. Hannah just Hannah just shot finger guns. I guess, I've died. On this on the audio format. <laughs> There's been murder on the pod. <laughs> um do you guys wanna introduce yourselves and say where you're from, what you study, and if you have a soft spot for anything? Should we should we do it as a place biography where we're from? Yeah, I would like to hear yours first. Okay, wait. Maybe you should explain what a place biography. Yeah, so we've ju- we've just we've just taken over the podcast already. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm taking this IR class this semester that is called the Politics of Nature and Place, and it's sort of like all of the things that you thought you would be studying in an IR degree mm-hmm. are no longer relevant and included, and instead, there's just this amazing teacher who tries to get you to think about stuff that you only think about right before you fall asleep some of which is how would you describe yourself in relation to the places around you and so the easiest way to begin is oh I'm Hannah and I'm from Dallas Texas Mm -hmm. I'm American Mm -hmm. but like how do you maybe expand that and explore why the place means something to you and who you see yourself as so maybe instead of I'm from Dallas Texas it would be I'm Hannah and I'm from a really conservative area in a really conservative Mm -hmm. state but I came to St. Andrews where I found Mm -hmm. both natural beauty and this outrageous kind of liberated thinking that made me grow as a person so Mm -hmm. it's sort of connected to place but it's also about identity so if you want to give your place biography, then okay. go ahead. Oh, Sarah, do you have yes. any thoughts? I'm, I'm Sarah. Uh, I'm a fourth year. I mm-hmm. study philosophy. I'm, I've said this to you before. I'm from a place... I was raised by kind people in a place that's not known for being kind. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I live in a place now where I'm surrounded by people who make a lot of efforts to find joy, but it doesn't always work out. And so in a strict sense, I was raised in a suburb of Washington, D.C. And I live in St. Andrews, surrounded by wonderful people now. Oh, and I'm, so a, I'm a cancer with an Aquarius rising and an Aquarius moon. I, okay, that check. That makes a lot of sense. Seventeenth oh, of July is my birthday, which is also Angela Merkel's birthday and David Hasselhoff's birthday. So oh. do that with, do with that what you will. I I'm, I will be making calculations. Yeah, <laughs> making evaluations. I would like someone to calculate my astrology, but I don't know the details of my birth. Oh, okay. So oh, I just, like when you were born. Well, I know I know my birthday, <laughs> but in terms of the other information the, like the time yeah so i just know? know that i'm a virgo but the rest of it who knows oh, virgos are great though apparently they're not apparently virgo they're... virgo men questionable virgo women superior apparently yeah, virgo, virgo women, women have low capacity for emotional depth i don't well, think that's true i, I, feel I think like... i read that on the co-star oh co-star is kind of bs to be fair oh. hannah you have like you you have like wells of emotion. You have yeah. un, you are like the Luray caverns of emotion. <laughs> Just a fountain of emotion. Yeah. yeah. What's, Definitely. What's your place yeah, biography? What's your place biography? Okay. Um so I am from a place that is very very progressive but also very white. I like I think there were two black people at my high school. Um and I'm also from a place that is very privileged and has an Ivy League university, but I didn't actually, like, I went to high school there, but I didn't, I'm not from there, I'm from, like, a different town that is, like, a very different demographic, so kind of a combination of those two worlds, and now I go to St. Andrews, go to a place that's, I feel like I'm surrounded by, like, very progressive people that, like, share the same ideals as where I'm from, in a lot of ways, things haven't changed that much, Hmm. uh, like you've been so far away, but then you're in a small college town again. Yeah, like oh, by in nature, <laughs> and at the same time, it's still like a prestigious university. Yeah, so it's, yeah. we've we've gone far, and we're also right where we started. That's so funny. Because That's an interesting. I feel like yeah, yeah. People always say, I guess we're all American, but people at home are like so fascinated by the fact that I came so far. Yeah, but it's funny to think, think so. about it as like a very similar. Like, all my friends are queer here and at home. And yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone does, like, the humanities. And... We all drink out of Nalgene's yeah. and, and wear, like, like uh, Birkenstocks. Uh, what are they called? Mason jars. Mason yeah. jars. Mason jars for when you're at home and then Nalgene's for when you're on the go. I mean, oh, true. Yeah. Sure, you gotta sure, have sure, both. Sure. Um... I remember it used to really make me upset in first year when I would go home and people would be like, oh, like, what's it like? Like, what are British people like? What are Australian oh, people yeah. like? It's what so are Croatian weird. people like? And I'm like... Wait, they asked you multiple nationalities? Yeah. I only ever got the one. But, like, literally to the point where they're like, what are the stereotypes you have about them? Yeah, no. And I was like... France was the same. Yeah, and I was like... Wait, they asked you about it was France like, or French people asked you about America? They'd be like, what are Americans like? I'm like, so you want me to say three stereotypes you already know? You yeah, already no, think exactly. Like, you exactly. want me to confirm yeah. what you think is That's true. That's so yeah. interesting because I really like telling people I'm from Texas because they... Like, generally oh. in the world, the people generally react like, yeah. oh my gosh, because they have heard of it and they have ideas about it. And yeah. it's kind of like this great moment where they start to say things that they think about it. And, like, it's funny 
and a moment of connection while also just being like, this is so absurd because these are all like made up things. They're all the made South up things. is not a lost cause. It's yeah. not a lost cause. It's not a lost cause. But in a lot of ways, when the person who comes to like investigate the rat infestation in your house it doesn't speak very good English, and then you say you're from Texas, and he's like, oh my gosh, George Bush, oil, very oh. good president, bye-bye. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're like, maybe it is a lost cause. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Sorry, it's, do not disturb. it's true, because, like, if I say I'm from Vermont, people are like, what is that? Yeah. So I get to decide what I say, but you, it's like, you have, you're up against, mm-hmm. like, preconceived ideas. But it's kind of cool, because, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, when someone smiles and goes... <gasps> Like, that feels good. And it's kind of nice that, I don't know, like, we were talking about this before, that there, I don't really like Texas in many ways, but at the end of the day, I have always been raised with this strong sense of state identity that, like Sarah was saying, doesn't exist even for... Oh, you don't find it in... No, I mean, so technically I live in Maryland, and I think it's a weird place to be from, Mm -hmm. because it's like, how do I put this? It's it's a place that like people aren't from. It's a place that people go to mm-hmm. because you're everyone who's there is related some way to the government. Either they work directly for it or more common because I lived in a very I well my my family lives in a very affluent suburb. Mm-hmm. They do some sort of consulting or lobbying in mm-hmm. connection to the government. So it's like people aren't usually born raised bred there. Yeah. Or if they are, then it's this weird thing where it's like all of the people who were born and raised in the surrounding areas are the people who are thought to be, like, lower class. Mm, and the people yeah, yeah, who yeah, have, yeah. like, the money and the power and the prestige are the people who, like, are senators and then decided to stay there because they got, like, a high-powered lobbying job yeah. or something like that. So it was, like, a weird tension for me growing up where I was quite rare in the sense that until my mom got the job that she had before she retired so like my the job that she had was a was a charity like she was like a CFO of a charity and that is related to the government in the sense that like being around really wealthy people is beneficial for a yeah. charity um but like no one else in my family historically did anything connected to the government mm-hmm. but they were like professors and very wealthy and in and, and intellectual in that sense so it was this weird thing of like I wasn't these people who like kind of resented yeah. All of these sort of, like, carpet-bagging government people who came in and, like, were the reasons why housing cost so much money and hiked up the real estate tax and had all of these ideas. But I also was not associated with those people so much either. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a way to... It's really, like, where do I fit in? It's, I was almost going to yeah. say it's, like, a liminal space, kind of. It is. It was weird. I mean, I think it... My family, like, always made it clear that they didn't buy into this, like, whole rat race bullshit. Yeah. And I feel like... So, like, obviously I know you, Hannah, and you went to, like, a very competitive private Christian school. Competitive. And, like, <laughs> I'm guessing based off of what you told me, our experiences are pub- in public school are similar. Of, like, very competitive. Yeah. Like, like IV-driven. Yeah, yeah. Like, public school in name only. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, like, everyone around you is, like, hyper-competitive and always wants to be the best. Mm-hmm. Because that's, like, the line of work their parents are in, right? They're, like, all of oh, these, yeah. like, super high-powered yeah. lawyers or, like, Congress people or people working for, like, government contractors and stuff. And my family was always, like, a pace away from that because my stepdad is a doctor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, he didn't... We weren't involved in that whole rat race. But was your private school competitive, would you say? I wouldn't say... But I feel like for the sake of the point you just made, it 
I like understand the comparison because any private school is, yeah. you know, in prestigious and yeah. in, in the sense that mm. rich people go there. But I think that mine was much, much, much more focused on this, like protecting kids as they're raised from like the secular world by having an intensely Christian like ethos and like mm-hmm. really controlling the things that they're allowed to do and see and talk about. Um, so, but at the end of the day, I still went to school with a lot of really rich people. Yeah. Was it a day, was it a day school or a private school or was, uh, like a boarding school? It, it was not a boarding school. They okay. didn't have, so I, I went to this like very bougie middle school that had like all the, like all the really rich people in Dallas went there but then the high school I went to was like kind of funny and didn't have very much money mm-hmm. and had it, it was more like a little bit falling apart and like they didn't have enough money for a campus so we went to school in a church that like people kept like spilling oh there was this time where like this one friend of mine there was an empty locker and he like wanted to set up a tea commune Aww. so like everyone could bring their tea and then we would like make tea <laughs> in the little staff room and like oh bring stuff and take stuff and we're gonna like set up christian socialism in the world which Whoa. is different than communism but i don't know it was like this whole thing but then basically as a result everyone ended up spilling tea constantly on the carpet so there was just like massive like just stains everywhere and they were like oh my god now we're gonna have to pay for a new carpet it looks so gross no one's ever gonna want to come here because it's like <laughs> grimy and all these like ways that are hard to identify like the cause of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was like our lunchroom always had like smeared ketchup like deep in the crevices of everything which maybe is just a lunchroom yeah 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 but it was like up to the students to clean it is that how your lunchrooms were no we Mm. we We had the opposite issue of like why aren't students cleaning up after themselves yeah yeah well so our cafeteria our my school was over 2,000 people. My oh high my school gosh. was over, was over 2,000 people. Is that people. a lot? I had like 700, 800 kids. Oh. Oh, I think our grade was about 600. Wow. And so in our cafeteria fit 200 people. Oh, oh my So God. we just God. ate all over this. We just like, our lunch was, no. everyone ate at once. That's terrible. And our, we ate anywhere system. in the school. And it was like very much, we got, they really wanted us to clean up after ourselves and we never did. Yeah, we never did. Okay, and it so was yeah, like, maybe that was just a thing of high schools that everything had like food everywhere. Yeah, well, we are Teens are gross. Like, Teenagers are gross. We didn't have janitors. We were the janitors. Oh, okay, yeah. It didn't happen. Um, but like. What's Christian socialism? Um, I had, I read a school newspaper and I published a lot of things about Christian socialism, Ooh. but like when you ask me what it is, <laughs> I don't know. I think that they just wanted to create you know a, a a government run by christians who own everything instead of like sure <coughs> sure instead of like other people of other faiths having <laughs> instead of yeah the rest of the i don't know i don't know i can't remember i feel like i'm misrepresenting it but the friend that i had who was really into it went to christian college and got a degree in um like organ uh like can what's it called accompaniment no like uh what's the word for when you write stuff composing organ music composing Something oh like that. uh i know he, yeah like um is it just composition yeah, yeah maybe he got a he got a degree in composition from a christian college okay so yeah, yeah. I have some... he, he took that track he took the christian socialist track yeah, yeah i have a couple of friends who who have done the same it just, it seems intense to, like, be, well, I was going to say it's intense to be in one kind of space, like, for so many years, but I'm like, 
well, I've kind of done that too. Like, it's just yeah, a different yeah. kind of, like, space. Yeah. But still, I don't know. Were we supposed to say something we had a soft spot for, and did Hannah and I just blow past that? Oh, yeah, episode? what's our soft spot? Wait, I don't understand the question. Oh, <laughs> do you have a soft spot for something? Like, oh, I have a soft spot for, like, macaroni and cheese with rainbows. Mm. With rainbows? Yeah. Mm. Where do the rainbows? Oh. Just added that in there. Sure. <laughs> I love when at the end of a rainbow there's a pot of macaroni and cheese. Oh, I love that. Wait, can I say what I think Hannah has a soft spot for and she says what I think I have yeah. a soft spot for? Yeah. Oh, I should say Hannah and Sarah, they're dating. We are. We are. Yeah, couple's yeah. a dish. Couple, yeah, but I feel very honored that we're the first couple you have on. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're just trying to win the game of proving we know each other better than your other guests, which is a terrible well, attitude to take. I'm actually, okay, yeah, go. go Wait, what were you going to Go for what you think my soft spot is. Um, I think, oh God, I don't know. I don't, I think, um, I think... Hannah has a soft spot for the underdog. Mm. To be, to, like that's a very generalized, a generalized statement. Um, I think. Mm, I think Hannah has a soft spot for people who are willing to make themselves emotionally vulnerable. Which oh, is that's so true. Contrary to her Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm a Cancer and she's a Virgo. Yet Aww. that would not shine through. I think in most cases. Which is why I think you're a Cancer rising. I'm just choosing to believe that yeah, is a Cancer rising. That's how you like present yourself, which would check out. Yeah. Or maybe Cancer Moon, like your maybe. emotional side. I don't yeah. know. Oh yeah. man. Okay, that was that was. A, I thought you were gonna say like. Okay, but on Hannah a less likes sugar. I was about to say on a less serious note, Hannah has a soft spot for anything with a high sugar content. Yeah. Nice. But very specific things with a high sugar content. So actually, not anything with yeah. a sugar content. Like, does not like white chocolate and raspberry as a combination, oh, but loves Rice Krispie treats. <gasps> Delicious. Oh, yeah. so true. Oh, my God. She also has a soft spot for fried chicken. No! As a southern belle. I'm trying not to love it, but it, I have dreams so Specifically KFC. Nice. Yeah. A, a bucket of KFC. Well, so... What do you think of Sonic? Like, technically... I don't eat meat, except I do lately. <laughs> you do? Yes, because I work in halls, and they just, they're just slopping it all into the bin, and I'm like, well, I'll have some. Okay, and then we went on a trip to Portugal. You did. And all of a sudden, I t- I, all I of a t- sudden, she asked me a point-blank question, do you want this? And I said yes, and it was fish, and I ate it, and it was great, and then I kept eating it. That's okay. And I made her fall in love with it. And now I'm confused. Mm, what are my food? What, are they, what else does okay, I have? Okay, okay, wait, no, no, no. Wait. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. This might be too... Hannah has a soft spot for boys who sing in a, in the tenor range and play oh. acoustic guitar. Oh, my God. John Mayer. <laughs> Hannah likes John oh Mayer. My oh, my God. He is kind of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a spicy take. I didn't see that for you. Yeah. Hannah true. likes Bonnie Bear. Listen, oh, listen, cool. listen. Wait, can I ask what your favorite John Mayer album is? Yeah, Continuum, obviously. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I think that my music preference was really shaped by the fact that we weren't allowed to listen to very much music growing up at all, but my brothers somehow got, like, three albums. I don't know. It was, like, very selective what they were allowed to listen to, and it was John Mayer, Five for Fighting, just, just a tragedy, and, um, like, One Republic. Oh, were, like, the only, yeah. like, bands. Oh, and, um, Queen. 
Interesting. Interesting that you're like very Christian family was like, yes, the androgynous bisexual. We have more. Yeah. We will have him in our house. I just remember one time my brother showing me Bohemian Rhapsody and being like, this song is a very good song, Hannah. And I was like, I don't understand it. Whoa. And he was like, you will learn to love it. And I was Aww. like, okay. And then I forgot about it. And then I heard it for the first time that I remembered yeah. when I was in first year, when I was walking down the street and I like freaked out. Cause I was like, this is the coolest song I've ever heard. Oh Cause gosh. I had been subliminally messaged mm, to love it from the by past. my brother. Anyways, he liked John Mayer and he told me he was a great guitarist. And I was like, uh, I'll do anything to impress you, Evan. Your brother's name is Evan. Yeah. I have many brothers. <sighs> That's cool. Do you have sisters? I have one sister. Okay. And four brothers. Damn. Okay, wow. Yeah. Mm. But Sarah has five sisters. I do. How do I not? Oh, okay, okay. When I I met her, I was so excited because she didn't say step, which I don't think makes them un... Yeah. And then then we had... I had, like, a come to Jesus moment I was so excited. I was like... We are made for each other because we both oh my come, gosh. we're both in families of six. That's so unusual. It yeah. never happened. And it's kind of the reverse, right? Yeah. Like, of each yeah. other. Yeah. yeah. But then it turns out that you didn't grow up with any of them in your house, which is a little different. Yeah. And then I like almost started crying because I was like, Hannah, you're going to think I've lied to you and I didn't oh. mean to mislead you. And then you accepted my apology, which was very cash money of oh, you. Oh, you were, you were afraid to say yeah. that? Wow. So, do you remember when I said that to you? Yeah. Yeah, and you were like, oh, okay. Actually, I do remember it being a, a little on. bit of a sober moment. You were like, I have to tell you something. They're my stepsisters. <laughs> you like, that's chill. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, oh, all right. <laughs> I was actually, yeah. I mean, I did tell my mom about it, mm. that I had met someone who had five siblings. And it was Sarah. Sarah, Sarah W. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay, so uh, what does Sarah have a soft spot for? Throwing it back. I'm I'm concerned because throw it back. <laughs> Turn it unlike Lily. Specifically when Liliana throws it back, I've seen her throw it back once. I bet yeah. she'd be good. I and she like... hit the yo. She hit the way. She hit the way. Hit, Lily hit the way once. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I I nothing comes to mind. I'm I need to. Mm. What does Sarah have a soft spot for? Mm-hmm. Okay, I right, let me see if I can think. Literature, <laughs> books, Joan Didion. Yeah, it's true. I do have a soft spot for Joan Didion. Well, when you say soft spot, is it? It's less of guilty pleasure and more just something we like. Oh right? yeah, no guilt. I'll okay. just, I'll just pledge. Yeah, because I don't feel guilty about liking Joan Didion. In fact, you I should. think it makes me look smart. It makes you a better person. Yeah. Have you been enjoying the White Album? So good, mm. so good. Yeah. I want to read like all her stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Sarah has a soft spot for uh, band t-shirts. Oh, true. That have aesthetic, you know. Because this is like similar to your Joy Division. Idols one. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing an Angel Olsen one now. But they're similar. I think Sarah has a soft spot or, wait, soft spot is a good thing that she, Mm -hmm. she has a soft spot for... Well-priced records. Mm, that's cool. Mm. Just mm. right on the edge of too expensive, but it's just not too expensive enough that she buys it and then says, oh, God, did I just spend 40 pounds buying records? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I, that, that happens a lot, yeah. I think that Sarah has a soft spot for uh, people who are good listeners. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And as a good listener herself, <laughs> she enjoys being in the company of others. Thank you. 
Um, and I think Sarah has a really, really big soft spot for her friends in a way that, I don't know, it's very inspiring. It's very tangible. Like, it's very clear all the time. Yeah. Even if it's unspoken. Yeah. Guys, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) I also think Sarah, or I think Sarah's hair routine has a soft spot for her. Oh, yes. Because her curls are always on point. (laughs) My hair routine. Hannah has seen the inside of my hair routine, which is I just brush it. It's crazy. You you brush your hair? She wakes up and it's in these perfect ringlets. And it then, is gorgeous. And she looks like a doll. <laughs> and then you brush it. And then she brushes it and it looks even, it looks, it looks better. Yeah, you I do don't have know, it's magic crazy. hair. Mm. Mm. And then she's just like, eh. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Marion, what do you have? All these compliments are making me uncomfortable. Well, Marion, what do you have a soft spot for? Um, let me see. Oh, I have a juicy one. I have a soft spot for chiropractor videos on YouTube. <laughs> like, these days, I'm, like, pretty highly strung, but stressed out about school. And every fucking night, I will fall asleep to watching videos of this one doctor, like, crack people's bodies head to toe. I wish the internet could see Hannah's face right yeah. now. <laughs> Shaking her head. Marianne, that's real weird. It's, no, yeah, it's, I don't know, but I love, it makes me so relaxed. There's, it's ever, super popular though, right? Oh yeah, it's like a whole subculture. Have you ever um had acupuncture before? No. Have you? Yes, it was crazy. I liked it. Did you? Yeah, I really liked it. I, I like, I don't know, had, <laughs> I, yeah, I had all of these like, oh, I'm trying to be a high school athlete, but mm-hmm. like I'm in pain constantly. And so I went to get acupuncture and acupressure, which is just like when they like rub you mm-hmm. and then the, and then you're like ow and then they're like no that's good um and then they put you under a little heat lamp like a lizard <laughs> they like acupuncture you and they put you under a heat lamp and then they're like you stay in here okay bye bye did it help was it good well like not really because then i got a stress fracture but like oh the experience God. was really nice i would definitely recommend it if you're not afraid of needles i know i'd love some acupuncture um, i don't really understand any of the explanation for like what it's good for and I didn't do any research either. I was just like, okay. Like, sure. Yeah. My yeah, mom gets it a lot. Really? Does she do that thing where you um, have the suction cups? No, she does not fuck with that. I cannot deal with I don't like bruises. I don't like that. But if it's yeah. on your back, you can't see it. My mom's really into it. Mm. Yeah, Ruth does not fuck with it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The cupping, yeah. Um, should we get uh, smooshy? Yeah, I feel like Hannah and I are just, well, you you gotta reel us in, because we'll talk. Also, I like how we went immediately very deep and intimate and personal with the soft spots, and then Mary was I, like, I was trying to hit for jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I know, like I know. Doctor videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Let I me, know. wait, should I try to think of a more humorous thing? Nah. I have a soft spot? Are you Is it, fu- it, maybe it's funny that it's serious. It's like... I think a version. Yeah, there you go. There you, I think I have a serious soft spot for like Brit pop. Oh, that's cool. And I used to be embarrassed, but then I played Girls Aloud mm. for a long amount of time at work today. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> I mean, you're great at the ox at taste. Mm-hmm. That okay. whole I will never forget the Taylor. I would okay. say I have a soft spot for movies that the protagonist is like a sixteen year old boy. That's cool. Like I just like love teen drama films really yes have you seen boyhood no i think that would be a good one we should watch it all together what are you guys what are you doing for when when are you free this we we do this after the pot sorry (laughs) i would love that oh yeah boyhood is so good okay cool and it's directed by richard (coughs) Linklater, who's texan (gasps) 
He's the one I was telling you, and yeah. I was like, what do you think of his accent? Yeah, Sarah sometimes likes to find videos of people talking who are from Texas, and she's like, Aww. is this what your grandpa sounds like? like yeah. <laughs> is this what your dad sounds like? <laughs> Just like, but what do they sound like, Hannah? I know. Well, I, 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 I don't like to do the accent on command. Oh, okay. I won't ask you to. I won't also, make like, you pander. It's it's hard. You know, there's lots of subtleties. And also, yeah, I'm not, that's true, actually. I'm not born. Like, some people are just really good at, like, being Irish all of a sudden. Mm-mm. That was a sentence I'm just going to gloss right over. I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, well, the theater well, kids, well. they learned how to do the accent. Yeah, they're chameleons. But I know what y'all are talking about. That was great. <laughs> that was good. I think Sarah's really good at being Kanye all of us. Just turning Hit! <laughs> yeah. Can you do it? No, it's that okay. Was, that, was, that was the Okay, Marion, what is the smoosh? Smoosh is like, well, I know what I want to ask you, but the smoosh is like <laughs> the good like friendship or like romance, like the connective relationship stuff in uni that's been really positive. And Excellent. put a smile on your face. Well, what do you want to ask us? I want to ask, what's going on here? <laughs> we're, just, I, we're good friends. You're Okay, you his, hang out a lot. History wait, wait, will wait, say wait, we're wait. best friends. Can, can, you, can you explain more about what you... Keep talking, Mary. Because I was more. on study abroad when this all... When y'all came to be. Mm. And I think I got back and I was like, yeah, like, H&S, S&H. <laughs> I, Interesting. Wait, when were you on study abroad? Last semester? Like, all of third year. Oh. And I remember peers mentioning to me, like, oh, Sarah's might have a little crush on a on a person. And uh, I was like, oh, I hope that works out. I had a crush. Yeah. I had a crush. And you were like, what should I do about it? <laughs> he was like, you should talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. Revolutionary it's from sound, Mr. Murphy. Sound advice. I would say there's two versions of the story. One version is Hannah swooped on Sarah, and the other version is Sarah swooped on Hannah. Okay, cool. But. I think that decisively, Hannah was, a, as the kids say, a top in making it happen. <laughs> but I would say I played key role in getting us to the point where it could happen. Like, you didn't say no. Yeah, like, I didn't say no. You were consenting the whole way through the process. Yes. I was into it. (laughs) Yeah, I would say... So, should we break it down? You were... Well... Yeah, what's your question, Like, how did you guys meet? And what... And, like, did you start hanging out? Okay. Um, I first knew about Hannah. I knew about (laughs) Hannah a long time before she knew about me. Whoa. So, I knew about Hannah first semester of third year. Because my, or our friend George was, George Watts, George John Watts. Friend of the pod. Yeah. (laughs) Friend of the pod from Cardiff. uh, Former school by our president. Works at Aikman's. He's five foot six. Five foot six. He's five foot six. I'm pretty sure I'm taller than him. Yeah, Yeah. he's a short king. No, no, no. Like, he might, yeah. He's five five. Five five. Yeah. Lovely. He speaks Welsh fluently. Yeah. 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 Great name. Great name. Um, he was like, there's this girl who I've been seeing, but I don't know what the relationship is. Wait, was it Hannah? Mm-hmm. And he oh, was like, my God. I've been over to her house for dinner, and it was a confusing interaction. This was this was in the time when dinner parties and having friends was illegal, and George mm. was the only friend I had made all year. Seconded only by this other girl named Mina, who's also Sarah's friend. So the only two friends I made all third year connected me to Sarah Weisel. No. The road. Some say God is real. Yeah, some say God is a say, woman. 
Ariana would say that. She would. Okay, wait. So so what what happened next? <laughs> so I was outside. This is semester one, November. I'm outside okay. of Tay's. George has a lovely interaction with you. You look very cute. You're oh wearing gosh. your yellow jacket, the one you wore in race two. My yellow jacket, yes. Yeah. And then afterwards, George was like, that was so awkward. That was so awkward. And I was like, I was so like, I'm in love. No. They gave up. She seemed nice. That was fine. And now I've come to realize that was a classic Hannah Weir interaction. Oh, okay. Was so it? this is like a yeah. thing. Was it classic for me? It was classic Hannah. And then I was like, okay. I didn't really think much of it. And then on my flight back to America that December, Martin and I were on the same flight from Edinburgh to London. And lo and behold, who was on that flight? No. But Hannah Grace Weir. No. And so I texted George, that girl you have a crush on is on my flight, LOL. Stop. <laughs> That's so symbolic of, like, the switcheroo that took place. Oh, no, so shame to George. This is how I swooped, Marion. <laughs> you, you have you you've the done sky. no action so far and besides texting. She's just taken notes. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay, so. Oh, and then, wait, did you say hi or was no, it just No, 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 so I don't okay. know who Sarah is yet. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, and then, do you want to say, what's, okay, and then George was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> anyway, uh, fast forward to second semester of third year, when all of us are, like, feeling like the mental representation of an overbaked Brussels sprout. Yeah. Crispy and dried and worn out. And, and like, like, a Thanksgiving and like, dinner. Uh, like, what's it called? Just when you got really full of water and you expanded, but then you shriveled. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. you're just like, oh my god. I'm yeah. sweaty and freezing simultaneously. Oh, the worst oh, yeah. And I haven't had an original thought in, like, seven months. But I still uh, gotta write this essay. But I still gotta write this essay, and also, like, yeah, yeah. one yeah. of my hobbies, like, disintegrated into. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to have fun. Like, now I'm proud of myself that I, like, uh, lit a candle. No, I'm like, oh, that smells nice, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, I wasn't using heating that whole year because I like thought it was important to like not spend money. So you were cold. Like, you were actually freezing all Whoa. the time, constantly carrying around a hot water bottle to Tesco sometimes. But then you can't even shop because it's like you're, you're holding, holding the hot water bottle and then the basket in one hand, and then you're just like, <laughs> you're like oh, oh, I, I want that. I that thing, but I can't reach it. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a bad time. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, so you're it's low. It's and then, low. And then I broke quarantine and hung out with George. And George okay. was like, uh, there was this girl I was talking to, and I don't really know what the relationship is, but we're going on a walk, and I'm really nervous about it. Oh, that's sweet. And the girl was Hannah. And so then, as chance would have it, I ran into the two of them. Wait, did you, that was chance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. On the walk. <laughs> okay. And... The first thing I thought in my head was, I forget how short George is when he's next to people who are, like, his same height. Yeah. Which was Hannah. Because Hannah's also shorter. And I was like, George is really small. George is small. It's pretty cute. The first thing, actually, I thought when I saw you was, wow, you're so tall, because... (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And then, I like to think that Hannah and I made eye contact. Yeah, we did, because I came away from that interaction thinking, because Sarah was like, oh, I just walked to Craigton. And I was like, I don't think that is how it's pronounced, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, I had this sense of like, ooh, she likes to go for really long walks alone. That's nice. Wow, you impressed her with the the walks. I was impressed, but also... And then George was like, that was so awkward, that was so awkward, that was so awkward. And I was like, (coughs) no. Anyways, as and then the next day... As it would have it, uh, Taste was still doing its, like, height of COVID service, where mm. you couldn't come inside at all, mm-hmm. so there's one person who stood at the front. No and way. And ferried the drinks back and forth, 
And I was at the front the very next day when, lo and behold, out from the oblivion waddles up Hannah. Yeah, okay, so I waddle up and I order my drink and then... I said, hey, it's Hannah, right? And then I was like, oh, what? Who are you? And I was like, from the walk. And then I was like, oh, yes, I remember you, Sarah. And then... I don't know. I ordered a drink, whatever. And then as I picked up the drink from Sarah, I told her that she had very beautiful blue eyes. Stop. (laughs) You guys are not real. This isn't a real (laughs) story. But I was very, I was very enthused because I just thought that like, especially in the context of like no one making friends and being nice and reaching out or anything, the fact that Mm. she was like, I don't know, it felt like a brave thing to say, hey, I know you, right? I like, I still to the day, I can't explain to you what came over me because that I think is not a... I wouldn't always do that now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think that? I don't know. Yeah. And but there was something about me that was just like I'm gonna say hi to her, and I don't know what it was, but maybe, you know, yeah. maybe it was born of it. Maybe it was Maybelline. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I was very inspired by the fact that that felt like a brave thing to do to me because every social like. Uh, forwardness felt brave, yeah, and I was just totally. like, the world needs more people to just say hi. I think I know you. Are you this person? Oh. Yeah. Hello. Like it was just it was like wonderful. Mm. And then were you like I want to return that bravery by being like you have beautiful well, eyes. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, I think I was. And mm. I also thought she had beautiful eyes cuz you know when the mask covers almost everything yeah. but then she, oh. but then someone has such beautiful eyes. Oh, I think the sun was hitting me too. <coughs> yeah, so looked yeah, up. you looked hot, wow. okay? Even though you were completely covered. Mm. I knew you were hot. And then the weird thing is is the next day your flatmate came in and complimented my eyes too. Yeah, but well, gloss over that. Yeah. So then, <laughs> So, but I, that really stuck in my memory because five minutes later, some creepy man came by and complimented my eyes, but did it in like a really weird way. And I was like, I think I said to my coworker, like, see, there are two ways to go about that, which is like the Hannah way, Mm -hmm. which was like nice. Well, I mean, isn't it that I'm young? And and no, I was kind of into it. Well, no, because the, the guy was like, I'm not trying to be creepy, but your oh. eyes are gorgeous. And I was like, you could have just said, I like your eyes, and I would have been fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. never a good opener. Okay, wait, we got to speed up the story. We're really, we're really lagging. Yeah, we're going to be doing some editing, but that's okay. Um, so then um, I find out through the grapevine, which is I hung out with George, that him and Hannah would not be progressing past the friend portion of the relationship okay Okay. but then a key piece of uh, then a key apple dropped from the tree which is that hannah likes women too omg which oh my goodness i don't i didn't uh, yeah and so then what happened next was um april 30th the night of major (laughs) i don't often go on to facebook actually that's not true I go on to Facebook. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. Yeah. <laughs> and her little icon pops up in the, like, add friends section. Yeah. Oh so then I add her, and then she accepts the friend request quickly, which is rare because you really rarely ever go on Facebook. I know. Like, honestly. Yeah. Oh. Like, maybe once a month you go on Facebook. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so we have a lot of like star-crossed. Yeah. Fate would have it kind of things. And then should I? Uh, she sends me a text message. Oh, which maybe I'll just it, read does out. Does it need to be read? Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. Because <laughs> it's it's cute. Like she. Okay, so you friend each other, and then you send this message. Cold. Like within an hour. Oh my goodness. Within an hour. Forward. Hannah oh, says. Oh, I'm very forward. <laughs> and this the narrative includes me being forward and Sarah saying yes. Okay, that's oh. fine. The <laughs> Virgo. And the cancer. April 30th, 7.15pm. I probably sent the friend request at like 5. Hi, 
Dude, I have heard many great things about you from Mina, another mutual friend, Kayak IR girl. The only other friend that I've met the whole year. Anyways, we should have a brunch or a picnic or something fun soon. And the reason I brought out the receipts on this is this is where the story... The plot thickens. The plot thickens because... Less than a half an hour later, I go, yeah, absolutely. My last deadline is the 7th of May, and after that, I'm 100% down. That was April 30th. Doesn't open my message. And the, while I'm going, what do you think this means to all of my friends? Do you right. think she likes me? Like, what's happening? This is weird. And George was like, I don't know. Leave me alone. Mm. May 7th, seven <laughs> days later, when your deadline's in, I said, hi, Hannah. <laughs> Would you like to still do something? Then she replies a week later. A week later, she replies to that. Hi, Sarah. Congratulations for finishing your deadlines. I hope you have felt the sunshine in an extra nice ways today. Oh, so sweet. Um, Yes, to do something. I will make a group chat with Mina and we can decide on a plan. I was thinking possibly pub night sometimes in the next few days. And at that moment, I was a little bit disappointed. Because you're like, there's a third person. I know. Okay, so I sent the message... I do this a lot. I cold message people mm, because yeah, right. I'm like, ooh, potential friend. And also, like, the world was opening up and I felt, like, again, hopeful about life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I cold message a lot. And sometimes, oftentimes, I cold messaged both George and Mina just being yeah. like, oh, maybe because they were in a class I had. Like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I can become friends. And I became friends with both of them. But, like, usually it doesn't turn into anything. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. fine. Like, I don't really take it that seriously. Mm-hmm. So I cold message Sarah. She says yes in a week, which is like, okay, well, now I'm not going to think about that anymore because it's like, mm, so far away. What do I say? Would I yeah. say, okay, sure, let me know. Yeah, yeah like, just floating. Maybe so I could like, have yeah. said yeah, that. Yeah, you just said that. <laughs> but I didn't say that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I had always assumed it would be with Mina because I didn't want to hang out with her on my own. I don't know you. Mm, yeah. Okay. But so I in slightly meantime, different expectations. I, in the meantime, fully in love. <laughs> fully <laughs> in love with Hannah. Is fully. this the point where you're like, hey, Pierce, like, what's up? Yeah, fully in sore sold. In sore sold? I'm, I'm contacting my R friends and I'm like, give me critical analysis yeah. on this situation. Yeah. yeah. And then. So we were on different wavelengths at this point. But that's okay because they eventually crossed. So this yeah. is kind of a story of hope for our listeners out there. That's true. <laughs> basically, like it. Basically, you know. yeah. And then I guess we've taken up a lot of time explaining. The main. No. Do you want to explain uh, the next? Yeah, part? yeah, I've yeah. I'll, a lot. I'll I'll explain the yeah, next yeah, part. Yeah. Okay. You're faster than I am. So we get drinks. Wait, can I just say one? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm walking up with Mina, and then out of the distance from the central, there's like it's like a glowing, beautiful day, but like somehow glowing more than the rest of the day is this, like, absolutely fantastical, amazingly gorgeous being. And the sun is, like, hitting her shoulders, and she's wearing a, ta- a white, uh, no, a blue, purplish tank top with, like, an impractical little scarf. And she comes Aww. bounding out of nowhere and is, like, literally looks like a, a sun's ray is emanating from her body and goes, hi, I'm Hannah. You're and like, I was I'm just done. like, you have to be, like, the most insanely lovely creature I've ever met. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was Guys. nervous. I thought it was going to go badly. I was like, oh, fuck, I really don't know this girl. Like, what if we have to hang out for, like, a couple hours? And, and it's like, awkward. And, like, I don't know. I wasn't... 
my flatmate had recently moved out like flat drama had bubbled mm. over and created like lots of like difficulties and issues mm. and i was like uh meanwhile i was like how do i make her fall in love with me immediately yeah so we were on different <laughs> ways <ways-ish. laughs> then we yeah. start hanging out and we have one of the best evenings that i had had like all semester actually that was probably the best evening i had all semester we talked about some really deep things really quick. It was like, like sunny. Oh, wait, that's late. like your talent as a couple is like you can go there like very. Oh, easy. yeah. That's oh, kind of we went there. Oh, oh. I went, here's my perspective on God. And you're Honestly, like, we probably did talk about yeah, God. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> but this was, to be fair, this was after we had hung out in a group. No, we no, went no. on a group hike. That... No, 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 no. This was the first time that we're talking about. I think we talked. Oh, the first... Oh, sorry, I thought you meant... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so we hang out. It's wonderful. She's an amazing person to talk to. What do you I say? Was you like, had, like, a, a ray of sun... Like, a sun oh, ray yeah, moment oh, as well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I think it grew, like, very much over the course of it, where she was like, I came in studying computer science and philosophy, and I was like, that is so cool. Like, who oh. does that? That's amazing. And then she had so many thoughts about, like, just, like, an incredibly kind person, really good listener, which like came across immediately and yeah. seemed and oh there were these moments where like I would say things that kind of dismissed the value of my thought and then she would be like why would you say that oh, in a way God. that like wasn't super aggressive like no don't beat up on yourself like believe in yourself be a strong woman it was just so incredibly kind like a hand offered like do you want to just feel like you can say what you want to say because I'm not going to judge you and I felt very like honored to be in the company of someone who first of all trusted their own thoughts well enough to like have that perspective and then would like lend it to other people like it's just such a beautiful way of being a person and I was very like smitten with that and then we like I, I, re- I really had to pee and she was like what if we go to the kayak graveyard and like pee on the kayaks and I was like okay and then yeah. we're like walking through and she's like talking about like spending evenings like like nights alone in the wilderness as like part of like childhood growing up I don't know I was just like so into like everything she was saying she was so cool and so smart and so like unexpected and she had five siblings which Mm, was like felt very magical (laughs) it was a bold-faced lie I told to make her like me and then and then she's like we're like walking past the duck pond she's like oh like do you like maybe you guys could come over to my flat and like we could listen to some records and I was like like stop I was like that's a very hot thing to listen to records okay Mm. and then we went Martin was there we went to their flat and it was like full of people like she has two flatmates so Mm. super full of people for COVID it was Mm -hmm. still illegal to go inside to people's houses and it's just like this momentum of life felt so significant mm-hmm. okay fast forward we go on a few more group things i'm like starting to get this really intense crush that's like kind of sickening you told me it was when we showed up for the hike and i was wearing my tight pants oh yeah not too she was wearing her tight pants we went on a hike it was like the rainiest shittiest may day ever like may is nice in scotland sometimes yeah. and it was so cold yeah it was and they were like let's go camping and i was like i guess so but also like like tomorrow would probably be better or yeah. any other day like why today so we went I wanted to be with you and there was and this I other girl there who's like actually really lovely but I was like I hope like Flo goes away and like leaves forever because I just want to talk to Sarah right Aww. now it's like it was intense I was like I want to ask her about her I want to ask her about what she loves about philosophy like uh, uh. 
Okay, so then, so then it's becoming like a problem. I'm like, yeah, I can't you're like, I'm gonna break out her. of Like, like it's uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I was so nervous about what to wear to dinner. Oh. I like really wanted to like clean all of the dishes in their house after we had a group dinner together. And she was yeah. like, please stop cleaning the dishes and go home. And I was like, I can't. I have to impress you. And all oh I have gosh. is my dishwashing skills. I have this soap and this brush. I'm gonna do yeah. my best. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I have no idea that she is interested in women which is a key detail i thought sarah was straight when i first well actually until you said you had a girlfriend which <laughs> you might be the only person in the entire world man you really thought i was straight yeah um pierce is like oh yeah like sarah kind of has a girlfriend now and i was like oh right. when you met me i exclusively wore jeans and band t-shirts yeah and i was like it's so cool like i was like she's straight like she, she has <laughs> crushes on my men. friends in the world were hannah kogler <laughs> you up Pierce. Yeah. And I was like, she's just Martin. True. Connor McLean. Legend. <laughs> and I was like, she represents the straight people. Joe Daly. Emily yeah. Baxter. Maya Rap Maddie Lee. <laughs> and Maddie. And Madeline Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yes. icon. Sorry, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so I have no idea because I don't know how to read any of these things. I'm like I also to be fair, I think that I am very good about not displaying any emotion on my exterior. Yeah, that's a, oh. that's a great talent you have. Contrary <laughs> to my cancer traits. Yeah. Okay, so so basically, as this feeling is building inside me, I'm losing my shit because I'm like, I really can't deal with the idea of like having feelings for her, but it, her just wanting a friendship because like, this at that me. point, I'm aware that both of us are going to be there for the summer, and I like so deeply want to be her like best friend forever, and also like fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. I need to know then, like soon, how to differentiate you're like i need an answer but also if it's a no i'm gonna die well but i like wanted to know no because i was like i can reel it back in and like Mm -hmm. act appropriately and i don't want to scare her away or push her away Mm -hmm. so i don't know i invite her over to my house to make banana bread she hates bananas but she comes anyways we say i'm talking really late in my room i'm like really nervous to ask her to come up into my room because i don't want to be like too forward and aggressive but i also like hate sitting in my kitchen and i want to sit in my room Mm -hmm. because i have the ambient lighting her hannah's room Perfect. I need to check this out. <laughs> you at do. a dinner. Yeah. It, it was it was a nest that I I'll give you a tour. <laughs> okay, then then we like say of talking till one and then she's like, Oh, maybe we can go and like on a walk. Wait, wait, wait. So so during the conversation Hannah talked about how she really wants to read poetry out loud to people. Stop. But, no. she, but yeah, which is how, like, obviously in my mind, I knew you were queer because you said that. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> I like that yeah. cements it. Yeah. yeah. And so... and But she never does it because she doesn't know if the person wants it. You're like, I and I was, it. like, <laughs> smitten with her. So I was like, obviously, I'm going to, uh, to ask her to... So if we want end, to read so out loud the end, together. she asks if we want to go on a walk on the coastal path and read out loud to each other, and she listens. She wants to do things I want to do. I was like... <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to process, like, this is, it's so beautiful. It was, it was, like, this so intense. This is the content intense. I was hoping for. It's so, it was so intense. It was, like, we were sitting in my room, and I was like, I, like want everything but I'm so confused about how to make it happen mm, like yeah. like I like want to tell her that this is the most intense feeling I've ever had but I don't even know how to describe it and like I'm so afraid it's not mutual that yeah. I'll push her away and like yeah. I would rather be her best friend and hide this yeah. than you know like yeah. ruin it but also I like have to know and it's so confusing and mm-hmm. then she wants to hang out with me when you know like poetry. it is just like so intense 
Mm. And so we went on this walk. It was amazing. She, like, tells me about all of her sisters as we're walking, and I, like, lose track of them, which is this really cool feeling that I've never had with someone else because people always get confused about how my siblings and, like, what their names are, where they live and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was feeling it with someone else, which I don't know. It was very cool. Oh. I was like, which one is Kim? <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then the night... The day before, I had had a long conversation with Piers, and mm. he was talking about how, like, when you have sex with someone that you really <gasps> deeply oh love, my God, yeah. it oh, transports yeah. you to a higher world. He's, yeah. And I was like, vibe. no. So we, and we, we talked, talked about, about this. That. And, I also like said, no. and I also said, which in the moment, I felt like it was a clear indication that I liked you, because I talked to Hannah for a really long time about how there's no such thing as a good first kiss. Oh. Yeah, I actually Wait. did think that was a good sign because we talked about sex and kissing for a while. And yeah. we're like, we haven't experienced like that or like... I was like, a first kiss with everyone, even if it's love at first sight, is always a little awkward. Okay. And I was like, no, I've had a really good first kiss before. And you're yeah. like, we're talking about smooshing. Yeah. yeah. And then we were, and then I was That like, was actually very exciting. I forgot about that. Yeah. That did give me the... And then I was like, oh, but I if she was a boy, I would know exactly what this means, which is that there's a vibe. But I'm so confused because I had never had anything happen with a woman before ever mm, and I was, oh, so, okay. I was, was so this confused. both of your first um <laughs> this is the first relationship I've ever been in with a woman but it's not the first time I've been with a woman okay. and it was the first it was not the first relationship I'd been in but it was the first time I'd been with a woman yeah. oh, okay okay I've so kind of first for both of you I'd been in yeah. very casual relationships with boys before okay yeah yeah, so so basically I felt like I didn't know any of the script, and the mm. script for boys is easy because everyone speaks it, but I didn't know how to do this one. Yeah, which is a very unique part of the queer experience, Yeah, I yeah. think, because there's the there's the, the, the sort of fun, jittery feelings when you have a crush on anyone, and yeah. then it, it's suddenly so intensified because it's like, if I tell you that I have a crush on you and you don't like me back... You're and gonna it's like because think you're I'm, straight. I'm like mm. gross in some yeah. way. Like there's oh, something like that's it's like it's of. like you're looking yeah. at me in the locker room. Like why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel violated. Yeah. Or, like I feel um like yeah. you're a voyeur kind of. Yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. like I thought I was safe in this friendship, but I'm not. Like I don't know. I was mm. so afraid yeah. of doing that. And that's what we call internalized homophobia, kids. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I actually have questions for you guys. We might have to talk about off the pod because my parents don't know I'm like out, but like I have. We'll get into this, yes. like the yes, script. Please, we yes. can do that in off, uh, like a Patreon episode. Yeah, where they're, they're like, we're not gonna pay to listen to this girl talk. Yeah, um, um, I know, I know. We really need to speed it along. For you're you, fine. Man, you're so fine. yeah, I would say. Okay, wait. We gotta give. Okay, okay. So we're about to hit the climax. Okay, yeah. I'm wondering like where the where the moment is. Okay, so the moment is the moment is. <laughs> wait, wait. So then you invite me over because your house is doing like a. A cafe situation. Yeah, yeah. We and were, then, like, celebrating spring. And then Hannah does something which, to me, cemented in my mind that I knew she liked me. Mm-hmm. But which still left things ambiguous for her. But she runs downstairs, sees... Or, first of all, her flatmate goes, Oh, wait, wait hi, So, so we're, having, we're having a cafe and inviting yeah. people over to eat stuff Aww. that we baked. That's nice. And then donate money, and then we end up making a lot of money, which was weird. Yeah, and then her flatmate goes, Oh, hi, Sarah. Um, you, you must want Hannah, huh? Which to me was clear that she had talked to me about her flatmates. Yeah. Um, yeah nice. I talked to her flatmates about me, sorry. And then Hannah comes downstairs and I was like, hey. And then she's hey, like, partner. can I just have a hug? And I was like, yeah, you can. Because we had been running this cafe for like six hours at this point. Oh, you're really exhausted? Yeah, like tired of like social. And being like, oh my gosh, hi to every person I knew who mm-hmm. had come. Yeah, and, and then, then we went up to hug her. her. Previously had never touched it oh, interesting. Okay. It, it felt yeah. good. Oh, and then that's huge. Uh, we went up to her room, and then she played footsie with me on the floor. <laughs> I tapped my foot with her foot. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, we 
You invited me to you invited me in a group chat with Mina. That was my swoop because I was like, mm. I can't text her again to hang out, but like I want to. We basically hung out every single day this week. Wow. Yeah. So I this was is like, Friday. I really want to see her again. This is Friday. Friday. Okay. This and is Friday so, of a week where we had met the previous Wednesday. And it was wow. Like, it was oh, so this is quick. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. In in true WLW fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So we so I invite both of them to come to the park. It was perfect. Mina had to go to work like. 30 minutes in and then Sarah stayed and, and it we, was beautiful it was sunny it was beautiful oh, hammocks yeah. we listened to music we listened to music you invited talked. me over for dinner yeah even though it was my flatmates last night in town before she went away for summer <laughs> but I was like I want her to come so bad like I'm willing for Grace to be mad at me about this because I just want to keep hanging out with oh her at that dinner she touches me on the shoulder at the dinner I put my hand on her shoulder yeah oh my you guys remember okay like, wait so yeah, at this movement. point I'm like flipping a shit because I'm like we're clearly spending a lot of time together and I'm dying inside because I have yeah. no idea what yeah, yeah, yeah. needs I don't know if she's interested in women yeah like I don't even know her that well like if this is her style because you know mm. some people are really touchy some people are really intense some people have really yeah, good boundaries I mean, about everything like it's really hard to know and yeah. I have never been forward before in this specific like w- w- relationships between women sphere and so uh, and I usually really hate it when people touch me yeah I so feel I like didn't you're know touchier any of now that. but not in like second year yeah, yeah yeah no so I didn't know any of that I, I mean like I didn't know you that well and you know mm. so but in some ways known you for a while you're like is this yeah. all in my head oh my god like excruciating like yeah, just yeah. intense anxiety but then I would be around her and I would forget about the anxiety yeah. so then I was like when can I see her again so I don't have to feel like I'm dying uh, wait oh I gosh. never thought about it like that yeah because yeah, you don't have yeah. time to be stressed out when you're hanging yeah, out yeah you're just like enjoying the well, experience yeah. that's how I knew I think we had something special which was like even when I was making new friends with people growing up I would still feel anxious a little bit when I was with them until we got secured in the friendship but I never felt wrong when I was with you like it just oh, felt yeah, so easy I agree, I agree. it just oh. always felt so easy okay and then that night okay so then that night we had clearly been hanging out at that point for probably like seven hours that doesn't yeah. happen with new friends it's not you know yeah. every yeah. day all day yeah so then we've been hanging out for seven hours and I'm like aware that this is the time for her to go home but like I really don't want her to go home mm-hmm. I don't want to go home either so Hannah so goes I, so I'm like oh well it's like uh why don't we go for a walk because like the weather's so nice and, like, and it was this like perfect St. Andrew's super misty night so we break into the castle it was so misty it was, like you, it was like you couldn't see like down the street it was like misty. Wuthering Heights shit we're, we're in the castle it's super misty we're having these like really deep chats but I think that we could both one of, tell... Part of the deep chat was me explaining for 10 minutes, like, the plot of one of the episodes of Anna Brin Cables. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just, like, looks me dead in the eye, and she's like, if, if you care about it that much, I will watch it. And I was Whoa. like, I was like, like honestly, it's me. pretty bad. You shouldn't watch it. But <laughs> I felt so honored that she cared about the things I was saying enough to listen. Oh. Like, she's such a good listener, which is the hottest characteristic. <laughs> Yeah. Any what yeah. any one person can have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're in the castle. So we're in the castle. We like walk around its perimeter, mm-hmm. and then it gets there. Some a, qual- a quality in the air shifted. No. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like weasel our way. I would I would describe it as very awkward. Mm-hmm. Would you? Yeah, it was awkward. It was awkward. It was like. I was like, this has been some of the. This has been one of the best <gasps> weeks of my life, and she was like. Me too. Me too. And I was like, I really enjoy getting to know you. And she was like, yeah, but how do you feel? <gasps> and I was like, oh, I just told you how I feel. <gasps> and then she's like, well, well, then what do you want? And then I was oh like, well, I like you. And then I said, I like you too. She was like, she was like, I like you too, Hannah. And then it was just like silent. <laughs> it was like so uncomfortable. And I was just like, 
wait, what does that mean? Like, you yeah. know, that like middle school moment of yeah. like, do you like, like me? <laughs> oh my God. Like I need clarification. Yeah. Like I, I was like, still like so you. confused. Yeah. And then, and then, and then it was just like, we didn't kiss. We didn't touch. Oh, like, nothing. Ha- yeah. It was just like, we were just there. You grabbed my hand. No, I asked if I could touch yeah. you. I yeah, asked yeah, if yeah, I could yeah. hold well, your hand. Good. I feel like that's special for somebody who doesn't look, you know, it's like a nice thing. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. And then she was like, do you want to spend the night? I asked her if she wanted to spend the night. Which was confusing because I was like, what does that mean? You're like, as a sleepover? Do you have a sleepover? But then I was like, yes. obviously, yes, I want to go. <laughs> and yeah, then I, she read out loud to me more. You read oh Master and Margarita. And no, we just kind did. of held hands and fell asleep. Yeah, we, oh my God. we didn't like do anything that we did, Yeah, we didn't kiss or anything. Which I was so confused. I was like, wait, is this one of those? I don't know. I didn't know what you wanted or what you liked. I freaked out to my friends about it. And then we had our first kiss the next day. Oh yeah, at the end of West Sands. I also swooped. I asked if I could. I said... We walked to, like, the very... Sorry, go, go, go. Yeah, we walked to the end of West Sands. And then I was like, can I ask you a question? And she was like, I think I know what you're going to ask. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> I know, it's like being in a fucking movie. And then, yeah. like, an otter swam by. I shit you not. Wait, like, an, an otter, otter swam by? by? Do you remember that, like, a fucking oh. otter came out of the water right before you kissed me? And I was like, what was that? And you're like, oh, I think it's an otter. Really? Yeah, I like, don't this is the greatest that. moment of my life. Yeah, it was great. And then we spent the whole summer together, and it and was amazing. We went... Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It was it was great. I would say from then it was very, very intense. Mm. You get the ground running. Yeah. Anyways, That's questions? <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted. I've been very curious. I'm like, <laughs> oh. I feel like it's really cool that like the same energy is like still there. Because this is almost like a year ago, right? Yeah, yeah like nine, nine months. months. Yeah. Ten yeah. months. Nine yeah. and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the flame, flame is still burning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It is our love, an eternal flame. <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool. Um, it's this weird thing when you're like excited to get to know someone. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I have a million questions I want to mm. ask you. Like, I just mm. want to understand like how you see the world and like what yeah. things mean to you. I remember at one point. You said that your friend from Kayak, um, Emma, told you to, like, cherish the beginning days because it's such an exquisite feeling to, like, still get, like, to fall in love, basically. Yeah. And I, I had a conversation with one of my friends, I don't know if I told you this, like, when the school year started, where I was telling her, like, I'm so nervous, I really want to tell her that I love her, but I don't know, Mm -hmm. like, I'm... I just, I'm just so afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you should remember this feeling. Like, Which it, friend was that? Other Sarah. Okay. She yeah, was yeah. like, it's, it's so amazing to still be nervous to say I love you. Yeah. Like at some point that becomes yeah. kind of normal, but. Yeah. Do you guys just... say it every day? Can I be cheesy? And yeah. Fuck like yeah. Probably 15 times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll say a lot. <laughs> It's just nice to say. Yeah, yeah no, it's great. It, that, sounded, that sounded bitter. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now is the time to talk about sad stuff. Yeah, so the slop section. What's that? That's like the, the, the negative, the darker, the harder parts of uni. Oh, yeah. It can, it doesn't, I wouldn't make you guys reveal your, your slop of the relish, but. Well, we don't really fight. Yeah, you don't seem like confrontational, like arguing. Yeah. Yeah. People. I would say the, the slop. Just for uni. Yeah, general. it can be general. 
Yeah. Or like pers- like just for the two of you individually. Mm. Um I mean, I think I've been fortunate in that my uni career has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I haven't I've never I've like never in my life had a massive friend well, that's not true. I've never had a massive friend falling out with anyone I was particularly invested in. I've had people that I've, like, stopped being friends with, but just mm-hmm. through circumstance, but I've never had, like, a massive friend group blow up. That's cool. That's which is cool. very cool. I've had people who I lived with who I no longer really am on good terms with, but sure. we were never, like, super close to begin <laughs> with, but you know what I mean? Like, I never lost a best friend. Yeah. Um, That's nice. Or, like, yeah. Which is Which is cool. I don't know. I don't think that many bad, like... I stayed here for all of lock like like let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, we were in it. Lockdown was not easy for anyone, mm-hmm. but like we hung, we you know we that both was... stayed for lockdown, and in some ways that is like some of the most magical moments of my life. Yeah, I mean second semester, um, second year was amazing. Like yeah, I mean there were some hard moments, but I felt like so happy and like I was yeah really intellectually stimulated. Because yeah. like I would do school and then like you would come over and we'd all like talk about shit. Yeah. It was really fun. It felt very adult. Yeah, it felt adult. I think the hardest part for me was probably first semester, third year. That was when I was at my lowest. Okay. I think that was when I, like, very consciously for the first time realized what it meant when some of my friends were like, I'm too mentally exhausted to do my reading or get out of bed. And I think I had been a really fortunate person in my life in the sense that I had never gone through any of that sort of episode before, Mm -hmm. but just, like... A transition into philosophy honor I mean like any honors yeah. is really hard and being online did not help that and I did not vibe with my professor's teaching style mm-hmm. and it just was like for the first time in my life I felt like that just deep bone wrenching mental exhaustion mm-hmm. which I think was a byproduct of refusing to admit to yourself that that semester was really shitty yeah. because if we had admitted to ourselves the fact that, that we weren't having fun, then, like, what do you do with yeah, that? No, yeah, I, yeah. I, I so think there was like, such a stubbornness to say that life was shit because like, it I was, was so like, clear there was nothing to gain from complaining yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, where does the hope go? Or, like, if you act like you're having fun, at least you're going through the motions, kind of. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so I think I got to the point in, like, November where I just, like, something inside of me snapped. Oh, my gosh. And then I went home and slept for, like, five weeks, basically. Oh, good. Okay. It's basically what happened and had a much better second semester. Good. But That's, I mean... I don't know. I think I've had, a, overall, a very good university experience. Mm-hmm. No, that's not, not really answering your question. That's okay. I mean, that's it's nice to hear. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I don't know. I've, yeah, I, I haven't really had any falling outs with people. That's good. I feel like you're really, like, your communication skills are pretty, like, on point. Well, thank you, Marianne. Thank you. Um, thank you. Like, you make people better at communicating? I don't know. Well, they, I, 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 I think I'm just, like, conceptually incapable of not being, like, honest. Or, like, I hate, the thing I hate the most in terms of, like, it just makes me have a lot of self-hatred is knowing... <coughs> someone might have a negative opinion about me and then there's nothing I can do to fix it. Yeah. So it's just a byproduct of, like, if I know that someone has some sort of beef with me, I will make them tell me. Yeah, no, same, <laughs> same. And then neither we, you know, that just usually resolves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But I don't know. Maybe you can go and I can think. I'll try to think if I had some little. I think that like first year was hard, but it, mine was a lot easier than other people's because I had a best friend from day one, which was Martin. He still oh, was my best friend. Magical. And so like when I was having sort of figuring out who you are slash trying to make friends with other people and then you know, some of it wasn't going well or it wasn't getting well received or whatever. It was never a huge blow to my ego because he was always there. Yeah. And we always had each other at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. I think him and I were like, we did a lot more stuff together back then than we did now. But we still like, I did kayaking, he did theater. Like we had mm-hmm. our own lives. So at the end of the day, like, like, like we used to joke like a husband and wife, we would like give each other like a rundown of our day. <laughs> but I never felt this like crushing aloneness mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people felt because I always had him to lean on. So in that sense, I don't think I went had the uni experience of like people feeling just debilitatingly alone. I've yeah. never felt alone in university. That's really cool. Which is cool. Yeah. That's yeah, because I feel like that was a lot of people say like first year and just like mm-hmm. it's a new feeling especially if you've always grown up in the same place being yeah. like yeah. I don't know anyone and like I don't know how to change this like I mean yeah yeah, yeah. Lost in the sauce yeah I don't know yeah yeah and I think it's just cool coming I also think like you what's cool I felt about being universe I have a really hard time being anything that isn't myself which mm-hmm. is kind of a bullshit sense and cliche or whatever but, like I think you would attest to this like I have a really hard time trying to change myself for other people like I just it just doesn't work mm-hmm. so then when I came here and I was like acting the exact same way I did in high school and whereas high school no one really seemed to care people mm-hmm. here really liked it That's so special. then I felt a lot better about myself than I had ever done before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and so like maybe it wasn't these super deep connections where I was like sharing all of my inner thoughts but like people were nice to me and yeah. I had friends and I think that made me feel really good yeah and that was cool yeah um I was I've been talking long enough yeah yeah I don't know I would definitely say that this the slop came after first year Okay. I. First year was an amazing time in Hannah's world because of finally getting to meet all kinds of people who mm-hmm. aren't Christian mm-hmm. and like that whole thing. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I would say like the winters have been hard in ways that confuse me because the the way that it makes you feel low is like hard to put your finger on. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, I don't know, I feel like you don't really notice what it is like to be an optimistic person until suddenly you, like, can't do it anymore. You're like, wait, yeah. I used like I used to think I was the person who didn't have trouble, like, mm-hmm. yeah. finding the bright side. And now I just, like, mm-hmm. like I, I just don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm just, I don't want to go, or, like, the feeling of feeling really shitty and then going to see your friends and having a worse time around your friends. Oh, it's just like, wait, that's what's the happening thing that right used now? to make me like immediately feel good isn't working. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, I know I like these people and they're having yeah. a good time around me and I feel incapable of joining it. Yeah. And yeah. like something's broken but I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, I'm from a very warm, a very hot like warm yeah. and sunny, like no rain place. Yeah. And like it's yeah. very ugly. And so I was so in love with St. Andrews for being, like, old and crumbly and having all these stories hidden everywhere and so beautiful. But also, like, undeniably, it is dark and so rainy. Mm -hmm. 
Mm, like even though it's the sunniest place in Scotland, it's the rainiest place I've ever lived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just like it. Halls in first year was totally fine because it was warm there. But like in yeah. second year, my flat was really cold, mm. and all oh the flats gosh. I've lived in since then have been really cold. And then like this, the feeling of like your home isn't even comfortable. And the yeah. only warm place is your bed. But obviously, if you spend a lot of time in your bed, that's not good for your brain. Right. And then mm-hmm. like feeling on the outside of socializing because you don't know how to join in like I think that's happened in different ways every winter mm-hmm. and like I think it feels particularly hopeless when you know it's gonna happen because it's yeah. winter again and you're like no I I want to be able to think my way out of this because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's something so like disempowering when your brain works against you yeah because you want to be able to like yeah I think I was... as an oar to like paddle mm-hmm. away from the like edge of whatever I don't know there's this ContraPoints quote, which I think was a tweet that she did, which is like, self-awareness is the root of all mental illness. Oh, yeah. I think, I think yeah. there's a lot to that. Um, yeah. And I think, it, I think it took me a long time to realize that because I felt like smart people don't have... Yeah, whatever. Damn. Yeah. Interest, I, interesting take. Yeah, I think you get, I think especially with anxiety, stuff like that, when, when Mm. anxiety works because you're thinking in these little concentric circles that keep getting narrower and narrower, like having a brain that processes very fast is, just makes it worse. Oh yeah. It like creates the circles. Yeah. It's like the, the, I remember thinking this a lot in third year, like the thing that makes me good at doing uni is the thing that's making my anxiety terrible right now because like I'm just constantly like evaluating new information with this like theory and the theory is I hate everything and I hate myself yeah no (laughs) I don't know like I just think I think COVID made it really bad and winter and you know just all these things that like I don't know I think I I can't tell how much of it is COVID and how much of it is being young and how much of it is life but like I think I have gotten some skills for managing feeling bad but in a lot of ways like I was unhappy in ways I had never been before but also I was so happy in ways I had never been before Mm -hmm. in, in, in all four years of college yeah and like that was really overwhelming to be like to feel very uh yeah alone in in figuring that out Mm -hmm. like I didn't know how to talk about it and I still don't really like to talk about it Mm because it feels like it's a complaining Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make it better if you just wallow but like simultaneously it's happening and you don't know what to do about it yeah I definitely struggle like feeling like I'm complaining or like if I'm like oh school's really stressful right now it's like yeah Mm -hmm. you're yeah that's your stress like that's not a big deal and like I don't know um compared to like other people's experience i think serena was a really big person in helping me get to see that that's not a helpful line of thought Mm -hmm. i mean it's the most natural line of thought and in some ways it's very good to have it Mm -hmm. but she really made me see like okay you've tried thinking that and it hasn't worked yeah so maybe there is a uh, maybe there's a point in time in where you could try to not think that for a little bit yeah i think you said that to me because i think a classic one i go to is like just belittling this like like how self-absorbed am I that yeah. I'm so caught up in this when actual bad things happen to people yeah and Sarah was just like but is that really what you need right now like yeah you're not gonna bully yourself into feeling better so try to take a different approach and mm. I think that that kind of honesty is very helpful yeah because yeah. like mm. there's something really masochistic about like the the self-hate that like it like makes uh, and you're yeah. like oh I feel guilty and like I'm still thinking this way yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah exactly yeah, I think it's because that 
people really hate it when you are dare to say that like you as a person are important enough to like prioritize just in life and mm, i mean i don't want to generalize and say it's because we're women but i think that like a lot of times the people who get demonized in films especially women are the people who are saying i have an opinion that's worthwhile listening to yeah and like think and like i don't know i think about this a lot but like think about where we all do humanities how many times in a tutorial when people introduce their points they go like i don't know if this makes sense but yeah. or like i was just kind of thinking this and it's not like they always sort of like put like a qualifier like at the beginning or the end yeah and you're like yeah well, don't do that. yeah and so i think that a lot of our inability to think about ourselves as okay, like, I am not feeling good and I don't have to view myself as a victim, but I also have to recognize that repressing this is maybe not being the most helpful. Yeah. Comes from this deep-rooted sense of, like... I mean, if you want to go all the way back to the, like, shining city on a hill Puritan, Puritan work ethic yeah. mindset of, like, you need to, like, decentralize yourself. Somehow you need to be the most individualistic person because you have to be the individual that's helping everyone else. Yeah. But you have to be the least individualistic person because you are not what's important right now yeah because i mean you do anthro so this is a big generalization you can correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like it's not historically it hasn't been good for human development for people to be selfish you need to be cooperative to make a society function and we, we benefit when we work from a team and that just like makes us think that we in a moment can't be the one who's important because mm. there could be someone else who needs something worse but there is always going to be someone else out there who needs something worse or so yeah. there's always going to be someone else out there who's going through something worse than you and maybe it is a bit of a radical thing to say like no but i am important enough for i'm important enough in this moment that i can care about myself mm -hmm. and that i think has helped me through a lot of university yeah i think going back to what i was saying about like that mm -hmm. first time we hung out with each other like mm -hmm. i think the fact that you see the world that way comes through in the way you treat other people like mm -hmm. everything they say matters in the extent to which you have the, like, you're awake enough to hear them. Like, sometimes as we're falling asleep, she's like, I really, really want to respond to that with the care and attention it deserves, but I'm falling asleep right now. <laughs> That's true. But, yeah. <laughs> Although lately it's more like, head, I'm really tired. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I think that, And then like, like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because she always asks me these really, like, penetrating questions right before we go to sleep. And then yeah. I get, like, really, like, oh, yeah, that's really interesting. And I'm thinking <laughs> about it. And she's like, it lulled me to sleep hearing you Oh, my God. <laughs> Hannah's my podcast. You want to know why yeah. I don't listen to, but I just listen to Hannah's I don't know. So. I think, I think you're, I don't know. I think the fact that you take other people's feelings seriously is what makes you such a good friend. Mm -hmm. I don't Definitely. know. I think it just, I really think a lot of things in the world can be, okay, Hannah and I talk about this extensively, but I think a lot of things can be world, can be trace back to the fact that like a preponderance of the christian mindset is the belief in original sin mm -hmm. and that there is always going to be you are born into some evilness and me being raised jewish is like okay i don't know how to say this without sounding it like i'm trying to say one religion is better than another so maybe i will remove the religion aspect from it but i would just say like i was always raised to believe that everybody is capable of good they just need to figure out a way to get there so therefore each person including yourself yeah has a goodness within them which you should like respect and cultivate mm -hmm. and try to bring to the light mm -hmm. and i think that if you just like go forward 
in life with that mindset, it's a big help to yourself and to other people because they don't have to prove themselves to you constantly. Yeah, it's like you already yeah. see the, like, current Yeah. In, in second year after philosophy class one day, uh, George Watts, we've really talked a lot about George Watts George in this class. <laughs> a theme. He, like, randomly, and I've talked to him about this a lot, and he's like, I still don't know why I asked you this. He was like, are you the type of person who trusts people immediately and then waits to be disproven of the trust, or do you have to have people earn their trust? That's such a good question. Yeah, yeah it is I think about question. that a lot. Do you? Because mm-hmm. I have a friend who, like, she, yeah, she doesn't trust people, and it makes, like, that's a big challenge for her is, like, not assuming the worst immediately. Because people, like, sense it. They're like, oh, you don't. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it makes it harder to connect with people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which yeah. one do you think you are? Well, so in that moment, the honest answer was like, I need people to prove their trust to me. And right. George was like, <laughs> in his classic George way, he was like, that's bad. Um, <laughs> and so I like really tried to get to a place. And I think that like for me, that comes with trying to view people as just born good. Yeah. Fundamentally. And that is the majority of expression. And I guess the reason why I felt like I needed to bring it up that this has been a lot of me just sort of preaching my self-help advice no, no, that no, I write no, down. No, it's um, good. <laughs> is, um, is, like, you, that means you are as equally good as everyone else. Yeah, and, like, you have to treat yourself yeah. in the same yeah. way. And you're not going to be a good person if you don't feel good. No, I think yeah. that is the truest thing so that I learned in first year. Yeah. Is like when you're kind to other people, you're kind to yourself, and yeah. everyone is better off. Yeah. 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 And also, it's like, a very liberating conclusion. Yeah. And like, we've all worked. You work at the Bell Gove, I work at Taste, you work <laughs> in Macintosh, and like, you worked in your parents' rest kitchen. Like, yeah. After, like, we've all had jobs since we were young. Jobs are better when, like, the people around you are having fun. Yeah. And they have fun when they are, like, just in a good mood. Yeah. And it just, like, makes the whole work experience better, and then it's better for the customers, the food gets better, everything runs smoother. Mm. I'm like, why not just, like, extend that into real life? Yeah. Oh, my God, are you taking a metaphor for service jobs? I guess and so. Yeah, to, to the, the whole wide world. world. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's some truth in the fact that if you try Wait, to... What if I ran my personal life like a business? <laughs> Anyways, vote for Romney for president. <laughs> like, engaging with customers is, like, trying to treat everyone with the same... Like kind hello and like I don't I think about that a lot like everyone yeah. gets the same good treatment and that's like really important yeah and everyone's just your customer <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just coming in that for a was coffee. an unexpected metaphor that you just made honestly I wouldn't I I didn't see that for you but it happened so every day we surprise each other in this relationship yeah <laughs> still getting to know each other yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um. Well, on this note, you want to get into the goop? What's the like, goop? What's the goop, Marion? The goop is, like, what you're looking forward to dans le futur. And maybe, like, what lessons... Actually, we've touched on a lot of lessons. But, le- yeah, like, <laughs> looking to the future. Oh, man. Future. Um, you know what? I think I just want to be happy. Okay. And it's yeah. cliche and it's simple. It's good. I really don't know what I'm going to do next year. I think, yeah, it can be, like, how you want to feel and not necessarily, like, the specifics. I want to feel like I don't have to make compromises right away. Mm. And I want to see what it's like to try to live a life 
where I don't make those compromises and see if it's doable or worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean compromises? Like, that's, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, um, <laughs> like, we learn a lot about, like, non-traditional modes of success or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think a compromise for me would be, like, taking a job or doing something safe because it's safe, not because I want to. Mm-hmm. And, like... Also, that means coming to terms with the fact that, like, if I truly don't know what it is that I want to do, mm-hmm. what does that mean? And, like, my mom talks to me a lot about, like, sometimes people just end up in a career path that they never wanted and they truly don't like, but it's the easy option. It's how they pay off their mortgage. Yeah. And, like, what you do now doesn't have to be your career, but it can set you down that road because that's kind of what happened to her for a while. Okay. It's like you take what you can find, sort of. Yeah. And I think that... It's an incredibly privileged thing to say, but I want to see what it's like to try to make as little compromises as I can right now. Mm -hmm. Because I know that that day will come sooner rather than later, but I really want to, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. I think I really just want to be happy. Yeah. And I I think I, I haven't thought much deeper than that. And I guess it's about like, yeah, not losing yourself in the process of like yeah. being an adult you know, in that next part of life. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I'm excited to see what more friends I make, and I'm excited yeah. to see what my friends are going to do. I'm so excited for that. Just, like, out of curiosity and a place of, like, I think you could do really cool things, and, like, yeah. I hope it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I have these, like, little things that I like to imagine about the future. They're, like, very specific and very sensory. Mm-hmm. Like having a bicycle in the place I live that's like not rusted mm-hmm. and like a bike lock that works mm-hmm. that I like can use <laughs> and um I don't know a window that where the sun comes in sometimes maybe not all the time because that's not how the sun works <laughs> and I imagine having enough money to have like hobbies mm-hmm. um which is exciting and i i i imagine yeah i i really like the idea that i don't have to go back home and live the life that all my brothers have decided to live which honestly they're all different people and oftentimes i lump them in together because they're all doing like businessy corporate <laughs> financy stuff but like mm-hmm. I like the idea that there are, are alternative futures out there and mm-hmm. I would like to find one of them mm-hmm. but I'm not sure what it looks like but that's kind of exciting and I think that when I was like 13 I would have never thought that I would be here mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm I'm very proud I think my 13 yeah. year old self would be very excited by a lot of the things about who I am and what I look like even oh, <laughs> and you know like yeah. the friendships that I have and stuff and I like the idea that that kind of yeah will continue. Yeah. I feel like you guys have the same yeah, not it they both have like not wanting to compromise and kind of Yeah. That can look like different things. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I mean it it is true that neither of us have loans. Yeah. Oh that's so like yeah, that's the, that's the that privilege really bit nice. that like you don't yeah. have to make the money to pay off the loan. Yeah. yeah so yeah. this is like a from an i mean we're probably like the archetype of the luckiest people in the world right now 
Single, we, what's it called? Dual income, no kids. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm drawing a little heart around you guys. <laughs> and I'm drawing it in dollar signs. I mean, <laughs> if I could do anything in the world, I would want to keep making movies. Mm. Dude. Yeah, I think you probably should. Mar- Marion was on set. I'm, that was a really special day. Like, I'm so glad that you was liked it. Spe- I have wanted to be on a set for yars. Yars yeah. and yars. We always have a place. If I ever, or if that, anyone ever gives me money to make a movie, on Sarah's ottoman, I would, yeah, I would at, do anything at the at the foot of her armchair. Yeah, yeah. I'll be a little a little cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. all curled up. And no. Be like, keep writing, Sarah. Keep <laughs> typing away. Never give up. Never give up, Sarah. A twenty four. They're interested. You just gotta <laughs> keep pushing. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, okay, are you think I I feel like you should. I cannot wait to see the movie. I want yeah, I wanna try. I can't wait to see it either. I wanna try. Mm. Um yeah. I feel like your directing style really encompassed like what Hannah was saying of like being a good listener and then also like articulating yourself. Well what what did you like about it? I'm always looking for feedback. I thought I'm turning in this into Sarah's pod. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was special because I felt very included. Even if just to be like, oh, like, what do you think? That was really cool. And I think, yeah, I it felt really comfortable. And I thought you also just, like, articulated your ideas really well. And, like, oh, thank you. Because I, I thought saw the vision come together. It was a lot of me being like, Martin, I need you to be, like, afraid, but not in that way. And he was like, okay, I think I know what you mean. Martin's facial expressions were so good. He's so fucking <laughs> talented. That boy. That boy's yeah. a star. He can really, like, he's making a little joke. Yeah, it's crazy. And then he snaps, he snaps in. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I really hope you do. Oh, make, the, make some pictures. Yeah. I think Hannah should be your muse. She is already. Damn. I think that Hannah and I have talked a lot about, and when we were in Portugal, we talked about, like, John and, um, Joan Didion and Gregory Dunn being, like, the archetype of the artistic couple that, like, managed to stay together. Yeah. We have fantasies. Yeah. We have fantasies, yeah. They should have moved to Honolulu, but maybe we can do that instead. You could. Maybe Honolulu will be our always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We have we have dreams, just like every twenty two year old, year twenty one. Yeah. I'm one year older than Sarah. That's Whoa. true. I'm Whoa. top Hannah. Her elder. I'm top also in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also gonna um Possibly have gray hair by the time I'm 30, so she'll, that would be so she'll be dating a fox. I think you'd look beautiful with gray, gray hair. Gray hair is stunning. I it's think gorgeous. I, I'm going to get it early, too, because my mom got it pretty early. It's yeah. so beautiful. Well, we can, be fo- we can be a pair of foxes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to do the thing where we braid our hair together? Like, connect like, it? Simultaneous? Yeah. Oh. What? Make like a... <laughs> like when you tie two shoelaces yeah. together? Yeah. Walk around Just town. to see what happens. <laughs> It's like a raisin challenge, but it's the couple's edition. Yeah. That's pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we God. could never kiss again. That'd be tough. That would be rough. Okay. Scratch Had to keep that. growing it out. Scratch then if it's off. really long, we could no. probably tie it together and still kiss. You and yeah. It could be like a, like a leash. Like you could go far. Yeah. <laughs> and then bring it back together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you, never, you never lose track of each other. I yeah. think that I have this dream maybe one day of getting like one of those stupid looking little rat dogs. Oh, and Sarah okay. said, "That's a no." Sarah said, "Maybe 
if there's also a big dog and yeah. they could be friends. That would be sweet. Yeah. And then a little cat. And we could stack them. Marion, think. Think of how good that would be. Oh, I, you could take portraits of them. Have them hanging in your house. Yeah. Get oil pet. paintings. Yeah, you could have a portrait done and you're like on either side or something. No, there's no humans. Just the pets. Just what if we go, what if someone visits your house it's only pets on the walls? Yeah. I would kind of be down for that. They have my, the master bedroom. My best friend growing up or like in high school, uh, her dad is like a classical painter and he sometimes does portraits of people's pets. That's mm. There's a market for that in Dallas. That does not surprise me. Rich people and, love that. And it's so bad. Like, he's a very talented artist, but you cannot make, like, a Yorkie in an oil painting no. look good. That ain't right. Even in, like, that this old, right. like, 18th century... No. It's, it's, it's fucking it's not weird. Cute. Yeah. It's misplaced, like, something. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my God. I was walking down Market Street, and I saw, like, um, a bulldog... Wearing, like, a pink sweater. Oh, I love a, that kind of stuff. And, like, a pink collar. Oh. And then it had, like, a grouchy man standing with it. And I was I was shook by the Sarah image. Sarah could be that grouchy man. Yeah. She would, like, she would begrudgingly be taking my stupid dog on walks. Yeah, Hannah's, like, out at the shops. Sarah's bopping around. I'm on my bicycle. Yeah, you're on your not-rusty bicycle. Yeah. All right, is the pod done, Marion? I think the pod's done. Any last words for our listeners before um, we sign off? Whatever Marion Umpleby does, turn on your notifications. <laughs> Marion, I really like the smell of whatever perfume you use. Y- you by Glossier? It's very, it's very distinctly you. Glossier sponsor the pod. <laughs> it's distinctly you. Yeah. <laughs> when I walked you. up to use the toilet, I was like, oh, yes, Marion's house. That means a lot, actually. I, try, I love to have a signature scent, just like Coco Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, famous, famous lady, famous fashion lady Coco. Coco. Are you guys wanting to go to jazz? Yes. I told my friend I would be there 30 minutes ago. Beep. Hi, guys. If you're hearing my voice and these and this machinery in the background, that means you've made it to the end of the episode. Congratulations. Um, big thank you to Hannah and Sarah. This was so much fun. I love you guys. I learn so much every time we talk. Um, yeah. And I hope everyone's having a great week. And I will see you very soon for the next episode. Bye.